And good morning and welcome to BSA Capital Five Minute Morning Minor. It is September the 1st. Autumn has started. Good morning, Paul. Good morning to you as well. And uh, right, uh, let's crack on. Uh, what do you want to start on today, Paul? Oh, let's start with a half-year statement from uh, the uh, dual-listed potash developer in Eritrea, Dan Akali. A very extensive uh, reporting statement uh, that uh, essentially says a lot of what we already know. The little nuggets, I would say, that uh, we didn't already know is that it, uh, net loss after tax for the half year was uh, $477,000 where it was 1.6 or 7 million a year ago and their cash on hand uh, is at 25.7 million dollars versus just 9.7 at the end of December this is for the period ended the 30th of June and the other key point about the Danikale potash project is uh, it's uh, fully permitted with a feasibility study it's huge it just needs its financing and there wasn't any particular news in the report itself about the current status of uh, financing negotiations. Well, that's mining for you. It all comes down to financing, really, doesn't it? Uh, it, it does for the really major projects, and uh, this one is a really major project. Uh, it, it will have a significant influence on the potash market for all of the countries around the Indian Ocean, so you would think that they would, uh, the company would pay more attention to this specific issue on behalf of shareholders. Well, what we also know, though, is the majors are wandering around looking for great projects to finance because they've got their balance sheets in order and need to refill the hopper, as they say. And this is the ideal one to do it. It's going to have such a low OPEX cost. It's going to be at the lowest uh, quartile end of the cost curve. So, uh, uh, But they have, uh, in fact, uh, uh, confirmed uh, 100% of the first module off to, uh, to uh, the uh, European trading group Eurochem. So there may be some reluctance to uh, uh, pursue it uh, from an offtake basis by some of the uh, parties out there. That's the problem with offtakes. They're, they're sort of, you know, they're good and they're bad, aren't they? You know, they're great because they help bring in stability and cash normally, but they're also bad because they uh, lock up the offtake and remove um, the ability for somebody else to come in and buy the whole thing. Um, uh, anyway, let, let's move on from that. Um, we've also had, I can never pronounce this bloody one correctly, but Petro Pavlovsk uh, yes. interim results today. Their interim results out, the Russian gold producer in London listed. Uh, it's uh, pretty much across the board of poor comparative performance metrics year on year uh, with gold production down 39% to just under 200,000 ounces. The little bright spot was the average gold price received was up 9% to year on year to just under $1,800 an ounce, but all the other numbers are negative uh, or worse with cash costs up 13% to $906 an ounce. The all-in sustaining costs are up by 15% to, to $1,404 an ounce. The revenue is down by 33% to $352 million. They paid down only $3 million worth of existing debt uh, during the period as well. Uh, and they put out guidance uh, which more or less sustains what they had earlier said, but I have some uh, doubts is uh, now because there's been some uh, serious uh, weather problems in the Amur region uh, here this year so far. So they may uh, 
not meet their lower end of guidance of 370,000 ounces uh, produced in my view for the year. So it's one to uh, be cautious on, I think. Well, the trouble is, you know, why do you need to take the risk on something like that? You know, in Russia, as you say, with the weather problems, may miss guidance when there are so many exciting gold companies out there that are doing exceptionally well. Uh, and at the smaller end, probably going to get taken over or have the majors farm in. Uh, you just don't need it. There's far better opportunities. You're absolutely right. There is a, quite a good number of opportunities which are better placed and with the more significant uh, upside without the risk, I think. And if you want to know what they are, direct mail us. Then we'll tell you. We're not going to go public on it quite yet. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to mention, Paul? Uh, we The uh, Alta Strategies, which is the AIM quoted uh, uh, generative explorer in Africa, they have confirmed on their uh, Tabacaroli uh, joint venture with uh, TSX listed Marvel Gold that they do have a parallel zone uh, associated with the gold resources there and none of it is in the current resources of 900,000 ounces. So. Uh, and we're looking at grades uh, which will be open pitable uh, and close in enough to uh, be mineable. Now it's just a question of size, but so far let's not get too uh, radical about it. Uh, it's relatively small in size at the moment, but it is encouraging just the same. Very good. Also, I might just finish up. There was an RNS out this morning, if people may have picked up, which was actually from VSA Capital itself, which was uh, our ITF known as the intention to float and we are due to IPO on the Equus Exchange on the 9th of September. Well that's coming up very quick then so people better prepare themselves for some good uh, investment <laughs> opportunity there. <laughs> I don't think we want to give investment advice on our own business pool but anyway on that note uh, very good uh, we'll speak again tomorrow. Very good see you then.